Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast brought to you by DraftKings. Great deal going on. You know the drill. You put in five bucks, you get $150 in free plays in these NBA finals. You just got to be a new customer. Doesn't even matter who wins. All right. Dale and Terry has announced that he will be leaving for the NBA draft or staying in the NBA draft, depending on how you want to look at it. Um, first, I can't really fault Dalen because, and we've talked about this a great deal. When Terry, um, when Terry declared for the draft, you kind of worried a little bit that the more that NBA sorts started to look at him, started poking and prodding, they'd realize that, all right, this guy is six foot seven. He can handle the ball. He can pass like a point guard. Sure, he's raw, but there's a lot to work with here. And again, people, you got to realize too that the NBA, they don't draft on what you can do right now. They draft on what their potential is. And that's where Dalen Terry steps in. I would imagine that Dalen Terry got a first-round guarantee. I don't know that for a fact, but I would certainly imagine that that's the case. And if that's the case, then you can't really have a problem with him sticking in the draft. Uh, This is a kid that did everything the right way. One thing that we do need to do is we need to give Tommy Lloyd a great deal of credit because you look at these guys, you look at this, uh, all three players that declared. When Tommy Lloyd took over last year, there wasn't anybody that thought that he had three prospective 2022 first-round picks on his roster, and that's exactly what he turned it out to be. Ben Matherin was one player that a lot of people thought could be a first-round pick for obvious reasons, has a lot of ability for sure, but you kind of wondered what his limitations were. Was he just a three-point shooter who could you know, dribble once and get to the hoop? Well, find out that he can do a lot more than that. And that's because Tommy Lloyd unleashed him. Um, Dalen Terry was different in that you could tell last year that he was a really good defender, but Sean Miller really didn't have much of an idea on how to use him. So you just kind of basically told him to stay in the corner right there and stay out of the way. Tommy Lloyd comes in and his first thing is, all right, well, yeah, he's not a great shooter, but you know what we can do? We can get him out in passing lanes. We can get him out. We can get him initiating the break, initiating the offense, doing all kinds of things. And by the end of the year, this was one of the better Swiss army knife players in all the college basketball capable of leading the break, dishing to guys for dunks, doing a little bit of everything, honestly. And that is a guy in Tommy Lloyd that figured out what his, how to best utilize his players. Christian Coloco somewhat the same way in that his first couple of years, basically bad hands, substitutions, foul trouble, And Tommy Lloyd comes in, presses all the right buttons, and Coloco becomes a defensive specialist about as good as anyone in the country, along with becoming a guy who was dunking in people's faces. And this was a little bit different and also shows you the greatness of Tommy Lloyd and that he was asked, how did this all come about? And he said, we love on it. That sounds simple. That sounds trite. But that's what it is because every player is a little bit different. Bill Parcells would always talk about how he treated Lawrence Taylor and Phil Simms drastically different. Why? Because both of them were much different. Phil Sims needed to be yelled at because he was kind of the headstrong, you know, uh, prodigy type player that needed to be put in his place from time to time. Lawrence Taylor was out on uh, doing cocaine and probably wasn't going to be the same type of uh, a listening audience that Phil Sims was. So Bill Parcells basically said, I just need you here on practice. I need you here on game days. I don't care what you do. As long as you perform, you do you. And Tommy Lloyd has shown that he knows how to press the buttons for every single player. Now, 
What does this mean going forward for next season? We're going to talk about that in a second. But again, DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. You put down five bucks, you get $150 in free plays. If you bet on these NBA games, new customers only, eligibility restrictions do apply. 21 and up, you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Okay. Now, next year's team, this is a massive blow, obviously, uh, losing Dalen Terry. First and foremost, you went from being a national title contender to probably about a top 20. 2025 team, something like that. Isn't that bad when you think about the transit? But I think a lot of people were hoping that Arizona next year could be a title contender. Losing Terry pretty much, I think, eliminates that just because I don't think you have enough firepower. Now a lineup of Kirk Creesa, Pella Larson, Pajulis Tabellis, Umar Ballo, Viser, uh, Adama Ball, whoever you want to put in there, Courtney Ramey as well, Texas kid. Those are all players that um, can play. Uh, obviously, Azulis Tabellas is going to be the need to be the best player on the team, but I'm also not sure that he's a total lead dog. And if you're not a total lead dog, that's not the best thing for, especially a team that's just lost so much. But again, this is going to be a team that's a top 25 team. You're going to add a couple players in the portal, um, but I think you start looking ahead and saying, okay, 2022, 2023 is going to be a fun year, but you start looking 2023, 2024. 24 is probably where you're going to really look to make your bones because you could potentially have three five-star prospects coming in. You already got two in Kylan Boswell at the point, KJ Lewis at the two, and then KJ Evans, <coughs> excuse me, top five big man who's looking very closely at Arizona. You round that in with possibly Visar, Umar Ballo, Het Tabellis could come back, Kirk Creesa, Pella Larson, Ball. That is the kind of team that is very intriguing when you look big picture uh, as to what they could do. But again, Arizona's had years like this. I mean, you look back to 94, 95, Arizona goes in by some people expecting to win the national title, you know, behind Damon Stoudemire, they get bounced in the first round. You lose Damon, you lose Reyes, and the national media it starts looking down on things, saying to themselves that, okay, Arizona basketball just isn't really that good anymore. And lo and behold, they're in the top five within about five minutes. So that also goes to show you that basketball is ficky or fickle in that way. So just certainly a team to keep an eye on. Everything, again, is going to be okay. Tommy Lloyd has shown that he knows the transfer portal. He knows what he's doing. So have a little bit of faith in him. And again, just because you're not a national title contender doesn't mean that you can't have a really good team, a team that could maybe fight for that second weekend. And that certainly isn't anything that you want to take for granted. You look at the Pac-12 next year, UCLA, uh, Air, Oregon, maybe USC, Arizona is going to be right in there. Um, they still have the talent to compete there. Probably just not a team that's going to be able to compete with the Houstons of the world, the Baylors of the world. But Arizona's not going anywhere. I'm also curious to see exactly what Tommy Lloyd does as far as his recruiting goes, because this is the first time that generally Gonzaga, you didn't get hit by unexpected transfers, unexpected departures. I think a couple of these departures were probably unexpected by uh, Lloyd. So certainly, um, Certainly something to keep an eye on as to what his uh, how what his recruiting looks like, but there's certainly transfer portal guys out there. Arizona's going to be a Arizona's going to be a um, very a very uh, attractive uh, attractive position for sure. And um, whether it's Keon Brooks, whether it's Courtney Ramey, all kinds of different people. Um, this is certainly a this is certainly a team. This is certainly a program that isn't going anywhere. There's certainly pieces out there to look at. But again, 
a big tip of the cap to Dalen Terry. I mean, this is a good day for Arizona basketball, as frustrating as it is. I'll explain that in a second. But again, the DraftKings Sportsbook app, code word PHNX. Put in five bucks, you get $150 in free plays. Uh, new customers only, obviously 21 and up, Arizona only. But the easiest way to recruit people is to be able to say that I can put you into the NBA. Tommy Lloyd said that at Gonzaga, but, you know, I mean, negative recruiting is negative recruiting, and a lot of coaches could say that, um, a lot of coaches could say that, well, you know, um, that's Gonzaga. He wasn't the head coach, this, that, or the other. Now at Arizona, he put three guys, especially two who weren't on anybody's radar, probably into the first round. So, my advice to all Arizona fans out there is to absolutely root for all of these guys because they're excellent stewards of the program. They've shown very well. There's a lot of different people out there that um, um, can look up to them, and it's an easy thing for Arizona fans to recruit for. Okay. Um, I wanted to get this podcast out. Again, it's a little bit shorter. I do apologize on that. Just kind of wanted to give you a lay of the land on what Dale and Terry, what Arizona looks like for next year. We will be back with you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the AZ Wildcats podcast.